Well, it's great to see you again today. We're plowing through the book of Ephesians, and today we are in chapter 2, looking at the first three verses. Paul says, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. Once I was dead? We'll talk about that in just a minute. He goes on to say, You used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. And all of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclination of our sinful nature. But by our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. So let's clarify that quickly. Once you were dead, he means spiritually. Ephesians 4.18 says, their minds are full of darkness, speaking of sinful people. They wander away, far away from the life God gives, because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. And Paul says that because of our sinful, lost, dead condition, we actually obeyed the devil, who he goes on to say is in charge of all of those kinds of things. Now wait, I thought God was in charge. He is. But he has granted for his own purpose and for his plan to allow Satan limited and temporary power. 1 John 5.19 says, We know that we are children of God, and the world around us is under the control of the evil one. John 12.31 says, The time for judging this world has come when Satan, the ruler, the god, the Greek word is archon, which means ruler or chief or prince or magistrate of this world. The time for judging this world has come when Satan will be cast out. So though he has temporary temporary charge of this world or temporary influence in this world, One of these days, that will come to an end. The phrase, God of this world, indicates that Satan is the major influence on the ideas, the opinions, the goals, and hopes, and views of the majority of people. His influence also encompasses the world's philosophies and education and commerce. The thoughts and ideas and speculations and false religions of the world, those are under his control and have sprung from his lies and deceptions. Now, that's not to say that he rules the world completely. He doesn't. God is still sovereign. But it does mean that God, in his wisdom, has allowed Satan to operate in this world within the boundaries that God has set for him. And I think you'd agree with me. He's making good work of that. When the Bible says Satan has power over the world, we have to remember that God has given him the domain over unbelievers only. You are not under the control of Satan today, if you are a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians 4.4, it says, The unbeliever follows Satan's agenda because the God of this world has blinded their minds so that they can't even see the light of the gospel or the glory of Christ. Satan's scheme includes promoting false philosophies in the world, philosophies that bind and blind the unbeliever uh, from the truth of the gospel. Paul is saying we all used to be that way. We all used to be dead because we were enslaved to Satan. And by the way, the good news is that Satan's end is sure and certain. Romans 16, 19 says, I want you to be wise in doing right and to stay innocent of doing any wrong. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. So once we were dead, once we were under the influence of Satan, But in the meantime, because of God's gracious plan, believers are no longer under the rule of Satan. Jesus came to transition us from spiritual death 
to spiritual life. And we now live free of Satan's influence in our life. Galatians 2.20 says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So I live by this earthly body, or in this earthly body, by trusting in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Friends, once we were dead, but now we are alive in Christ, and we will live with him forevermore because of what he has done for us. Lord, thank you that when we weren't looking for you, you came looking for us. When we did not deserve your grace and mercy, you gave it to us anyway. And when we were dead in our sins and trespasses, you came and through the blood of Jesus and the work of Christ brought us life, life to the full. Lord, we thank you that we are a part of that plan. We thank you that you have been gracious in our lives and we give you thanks in Jesus' name. So keep walking in grace, keep the faith. Mm -hmm.